Hey guys, this is Chris Einwechter. I want to welcome you to the God Taught Me Radio Show. I have a special guest. We're giving TJ, my main man, pots and pans, the afternoon <laughs> off. <laughs> the afternoon off because uh, he does a wonderful job around here. And uh, actually, he'll still be doing a job on his radio broadcast because uh, he, he works on it after we record it. So TJ's off, but I have a special guest here in the radio studio. His name is Billy Walsh. He's a good friend of mine. And Billy is one of the elders at Coastal Christian Ocean City, New Jersey. Welcome to the show, Billy. Chris, uh, thank you very much, and hello to everybody. I just want to say it's a, it's a real treat to be with you. Every time I get to be with my man Chris, you know, we're, we're always laughing, giggling together. It's, it's always a good time. I enjoy so, it. I feel the same way, man. If, if you guys don't know Billy, uh, he's the guy that hugs everybody. <laughs> he's the guy that encourages everybody. He's the guy that says, we'll get through this with God. He's that guy. So when you see Billy walking down the sidewalk, you just automatically start smiling. <laughs> and uh, I want to be that guy. Billy, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, you know, the guy that's encouraging people and being such a blessing. That's you. You know what I mean? And you got a great, great ministry in just that, what you do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just encouraging people is a ministry. No, you know, I, I like people. I, I do. I like everybody, you know. I even like the bad guys some, a little bit more than the good guys, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. I mean, I just like people, and, and uh, I, I, it's really the love of God that, uh, you know, God done amazing, amazing work in my life, you know, and I, uh, he's given me joy and peace, and, uh, and I want to share that with people. And, and it doesn't matter, you know, your background. It doesn't matter where you've been because there's potential in every single human being. Everybody, oh, man. everybody has a chance to get to know God and walk with God and, and let God use them. Every single person. There's not one. There's and, not one. And, and, and the ones that are usually the worst, like myself, are the ones that like God just fills up and says, like, look, if I can use that donkey, I can use you too. That's what he's done with me. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, that reminds me of a time where I was going to speak at a church in Florida. Uh-huh. And so, there were, so my buddy was down there. He went ahead of me to set this thing up. And he was talking to some people about, yeah, we're coming down. And where are you guys from? Well, we're from New Jersey. We come speak at this church. And one of the people in the crowd said, New Jersey? Does anything good come out of New Jersey? You know, and he was jokingly. Yeah, right. And and people have that thing on New Jersey. But I want to say this, like yourself, you're right. from South Philly, and people from New Jersey. But it seems to me, I don't know if you've noticed this, but when somebody from New Jersey or Philly or some crazy place right. gives their life fully to Christ, right. they don't. they're like, on fire yeah uh just you know pedal to the metal and and no looking back and that's what happened to you billy you know what i mean god got a hold of you god got a hold of me and and the rest is history man yeah and you know it's 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 amazing you know because really i I grew up knowing about god yeah i did it's like it's like if i had a pizza pie god was always a slice of my pie Mm. you know what i'm saying good way to put it but I had these other slices that were so ungodly, you know, uh, that went along with it. And I thought, like, I was okay until, until God really got a hold of me one day, you know. He really got a hold of me. That's and, awesome. uh, and it wasn't like I was a down and out or it wasn't like I hit rock bottom. I was, you know, had a 76 Camaro, you know. My, uh, we weren't, I wasn't married at the time. My beautiful wife, uh, and we're going to celebrate 40 years come this June wow, together, you know, uh, with Irene, you know. So it was like we, we were doing good, you know. She was doing dental assisting, you know, orthodontist work, you know. She was, you know, putting braces on little kids and uh, 
you know, we, we really, and we loved each other, you know. We, we went out since we were 12 years old. So it wasn't like I was down and out, but I just had this, uh, you know, I was in a party. And, and right. uh, all my friends was in a party, you know, and, right. uh, and all that, that entails. And, uh, you know, and then we started coming to church when a grandfather passed away. And uh, people invited me to church. And, man, when, when you start hearing the word and uh, when you start listening to what Jesus done for you, and uh, we gave our hearts to the Lord, you know. And uh, like I said, it was over 40 years ago that we did that. Wow. Uh, in September, it was 40 years. And, uh, you know, we haven't looked back. It's, it's, it's been such an amazing ride. Listen, Chris, it's all, it's all not good. You know what I'm saying? It don't mean you don't accept the Lord and then everything turns, you know, it's not right. like magic or anything like right, this. You right. still got heartaches. I had friends that were murdered. I had, uh, you know, a lot of deaths in our family, you know, a lot of sicknesses and stuff. But God was faithful through every single situation. And he's going to remain faithful. I know that, that he is a faithful God. He is a faithful God. Yeah, that's the thing. We don't, we don't have a uh, license to escape no. you know, or an exemption, that is, to escape life's trials. And, uh, you know, I see so many people going and experiencing different things, even in the church and outside the church. But the difference is those who know God as a father mm. through, through his son, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, right. get to experience trials with God as a father. Right. And, uh, you know, TJ shared a story with me before he left earlier that, you know, one time he called his dad, you mm-hmm. know, one o'clock in the morning and he needed to talk to his dad, he needed to talk to somebody. And then he called his dad and I said, your dad answered the phone at one o'clock in the morning. He goes, yeah, he did. And we talked and I shared my heart with him and, and all these things. And I think, you know, and I was actually talking to TJ. I said, that's that's just the way God is. You know what I mean? He's just, right. he's a father who just, his love never fails, the Bible says, right. never quits, never gets shut off. It's unconditional. And, and, I, and I just, I want everybody to experience God, not as a God, but as a father. You know, and, and uh, it only comes through Jesus Christ. You know, mm-hmm. God gave us this gift in Jesus Christ, crucified him on a cross so he can adopt us as his very own. It says it in Ephesians 1.5. Mm. You know, that God is in the adoption business. Amen. You know, put all his eggs in one basket. Jesus Christ wants to be our father, wants to be called father, wants to be active in our lives. And it, and that does not happen because you said the piece of your uh, pizza pie was God. Right. But yet you didn't experience him as a father. And the same thing with me. I had that, that slice right. that God yeah. was in the slice. I went to church, Billy. Yeah. I took communion. I did all the right things, you know, in my perspective. Right. But guess what? I did not know God as a dad, as a father. And you want to talk about a difference? Yeah. Huge difference. Yeah. In knowing God and being religious as a God and knowing him as a father. And thank God we both. Because because this is not really about a religion, Chris, like you're saying. It is a relationship. It's a person. He's real. He's he's God. Yeah, but he's real. He was a man that walked this earth and that suffered and that uh, he he knows the things that we go through. He's experienced them. He felt the hurts. He he knows what it's like to be betrayed. He knows what it's like to be rejected. That's right. He knows what it's like to be misunderstood. Right. I mean, and and he loves us. I mean, he loves us so much. Unconditional love. That's the thing that we can't, I still can't get a grip of it. Right. For can't get your head years. wrapped around You it. can't. It's impossible to know the love of God. Right. You just can't really understand. I mean, Chris, you know, I've been saved 40 years. But let me tell you, 
I've done a lot of stuff in that 40 years. I, well, I'm, I wasn't an angel all the time. But yet he always had the way of being faithful to me, to pull you back in the fold, to help you do the right stuff, to turn your life around again and again and again. I, I say I'm probably one of the most holy people you know because I leak everything out. The Holy Spirit comes in, I just leak it all out. You know, <laughs> He's always patching me up. Amen. And that's what he does, man. He's a, he's a God that patches you up you know, and helps you, makes you stand up. And, you know, then too, Billy, people think that you got to be perfect to experience God no. uh, the way he wants you to experience him, that you got to be holier than thou, right. that you got to be, you know, so perfect that God will talk to you. Right. That's so far from the truth. I remember you sharing a story with me where, you know, you came out of work one day in Philly yeah. and you caught that guy. Uh, messing with your car. <laughs> yeah. He 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 was uh, uh, actually going to the bathroom, but it had to be on my car. <laughs> I can't believe we're sharing that on the radio, but you just heard it I here on the it. God Talk Me show. But that's the way it is sometimes in some streets in Philadelphia where Billy works. And he came out of his office having a great day, leaving for work. And you see a guy going all, to the bathroom I'm, on your yeah, car. I'm all smiling and stuff, and I'm going like, no, this is not happening. This is not happening. You are not doing that, you know? Right. So, and what did you feel? Like? You felt like you felt like. Well, let me tell you something. The old me, <laughs> there, would, there would have been some uh, some stuff going on, but instead, you know, he just walked away, and I got in the car, and uh, you know, I, I called my buddy up, man. You got to pray for me. You will not believe what just happened like this, you know? Right. And uh, it's just, you know, you can. It's things that when you leave, like you may, you can actually be riding home laughing about it before you would be all upset, and it would. It would stay with you for days you know but it did did it take some time to pray about it were you mad at oh, first oh yeah yo i'm right. a human being you know i saw that and plus you know there's a lot of people around there right. too i mean i'm thinking about all these other people walking around and right. you know and uh but it doesn't change the fact that god's your father doesn't even change though you got angry you got father. mad yeah you prayed about it your heart right. changed later and then now you're laughing right. about it right yeah you can laugh about it it's a, it's a good story you know but what in that moment in that moment, you can still pray. You can you, still talk to God. God's still your father. You know why? Because God adopted you. Amen. Do you know that that adoption, Billy, is irrevocable? Mm. It can't be reversed. In a court of law, right now, if you adopt a baby in a court of law, right? Right? Guess what it is? It's, irrevocable. Wow. The rights are given to you as a parent. Right. And it can't be revoked, nor will it. Right? Right. And that's what God does with us through Jesus Christ, man. He, he, the Bible says that he literally, it doesn't say he adopts us into, uh, you know, some mystical place. You know what it says in Ephesians 1.5? Hmm. It says he adopts us into his very own household. That's beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Uh, if you're listening to us right now, that's look up Ephesians 1.5 in the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation. Let that verse sink in. That God adopts us through Jesus Christ, through the means and the mechanism of Jesus Christ, through the beating and the crucifixion of his own son. And the Bible says that he adopts us into his very own household. Mm. What a, what a, what a, a, a concept. What a thing. Mm. And it's true. And we get to know God as a father because of the things that Jesus suffered. That's what uh, the, the, uh, there's another scripture that says that he has not given us the spirit of fear, but given us the spirit of adoption, whereby we may call him Abba Father. Abba, which means Daddy. Which means Daddy. And, Abba Father. And, you know, like we just did a video, Soldiers for Faith. God bless Matt Mayer and TJ and 
Kelly and the whole ministry over there, right? So they did a they asked me to do a video on the lifestyle prayer, and it just came out last week, and it's on Facebook, and it's about asking God, right? It's my yeah. story about yeah. when I asked God to teach me how to hit a golf ball because I was frustrated, couldn't hit a golf ball, all these things, and I bowed down on my knee on a driving range, pretending to put a golf ball on a tee, and I asked God to teach me right. how to hit a golf ball. And as the story goes, he taught me, right? Right. I won an award because I shot a, in a, in a, in a, on a golf trip out of 33 guys. I won an award, and one of the guys came up to me afterwards on the, on the Cape May Lewis Ferry and said, dude, what happened to your golf swing? It's like transformed. What, right. Who are you taking lessons from? Right. Because he wanted to go take the lessons from that guy. I said, you want right. to know? He said, yeah, I want to know. I said, I asked God to teach me. Had a golf ball, but it blew this guy away to the degree that he couldn't receive it, accept it, believe it. He believed it, but he was like, and the evidence was in the pudding, the golf swing, the scores, and all that. Right. But he was like, "How? How? How does that happen? How you are you not? You cannot authorized to ask God to help you hit a golf ball." I said, "Kurt, I said God's my father, right? Right. You have three daughters. Right. If one of your daughters came to you today and said, Dad." Can you teach me how to throw a softball in the backyard? Would you do it? He goes, absolutely, I would do it. I say, Kurt, God's a father. He'll do the same. Psalm 32, verse 8, I will teach you and show you the way you should go. With my eye upon you, I will guide you, right? right. But here's the thing. That video got released. Thousands of people are enjoying it, right? <laughs> I said it out to about 30 people myself. <laughs> Amen. But one of the, in the thread on Facebook page, on the yeah. Soldiers for Faith Facebook page, there's, yeah. a, there's a comment. And it broke my heart. But it encouraged me at the same time. And it was a woman who said, thank God I saw this video because I was going to pray for a friend taking a written exam, but I didn't know if I was allowed oh, to pray boy. for them. Not allowed. Because now that I saw the video, I understand it, that God's a father. And I'm like, wow, if nothing else comes out of that video but that. Here's a woman who wasn't sure if she could pray God's a father. He's up there begging us. He's saying, call unto me, and I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. And I want to just say to all our listeners, me and Billy are not perfect, mm -mm. right? That's right, Chris. Thanks to Jesus Christ, we don't have to be. Right. But the thing is, we've given our lives to Jesus Christ. We are both adopted. The Bible says we're both marked with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says we're both given the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and that we both have access to God, not as a God, but as a father. And I, Billy, I just want people to know, that it's not perfection, it's not religion, it's knowing God as a Father through adoption, through Jesus Christ. You can pray about anything, Amen. anything that's on your heart. Chris, you know, I'm filling up as you're saying that story that someone would think, like, am I allowed to come to God? And I want to tell you, there's an old song. It's called Come and Dine. Come and dine, the Master calleth, come and dine. You can feast at Jesus' table all the time. Wow. And, and that's what our God does. He has this table set up for us. He has, he's waiting for us. He has, he has, could you imagine God sitting there with a table just filled up with all goodies, right? And, and nobody showing up. Wow. Nobody showing up. You know, you're invited to come and dine with the master. And, and, and we should be dining with him. We should be fellowshipping with him. We should be going to him all the time. And calling out any of our needs we can call out for. But not only just our needs. Pastor Matt Stokes 
preached a wonderful message on on worship last Sunday, you know. And he was saying, like, you know, the difference between praise and worship, you can come and worship the Lord. And and, and praying is like, or praising would be asking for your shoe. Oh, Lord, thanks for my shoe. Thanks for my, thanks for my coat. Thank you for my job. And et cetera. It goes on like this, he said. But when you get into worship, he said, Lord, even if I don't have shoes, even if I don't have a coat, even if I don't have a house, I'm going to praise you anyway. I'm going to thank you anyway. And, and you, once you get into the presence of God, and you get in the presence of God by praying, Chris. As you pray and as you get, once you get in the presence of God, you start beginning to know him. And right. once you get to know him and who he is, you fall in love with him. You fall in love. You, you fall in love with him. You know, I preached a sermon in another church uh, last week, and uh, I was talking about seeing God show up, seeing the good hand of God come upon your life. And I said, you know how you do it primarily? I mean, there's a lot of steps, right? The primary way is you fall in love mm. with God as yeah. a father. And how do you fall in love with him? You just said it. You experience him right. on a day-to-day basis, right. not just in a sanctuary, which most people think, oh, when I get to church on Sunday, I'm going to experience God. No, you get to experience God 24-7. That's right. Whether you be playing golf, right? whether you're cooking an omelet, right? whether you're standing in line at the bank, right. you can talk to God as a father because of what Jesus Christ has done. He right. has come to this earth. He battled Satan for 40 days in the desert. Satan tried to trip him up with sin like he did the first Adam. That's right. why Jesus is referred to often as the second Adam. Because mm-hmm. he said, I'm probably going to do what I did to that first Adam. I'm going to do it to him. I'm going to cause him to fall into sin. And then the whole human race is going to be completely done. Because for us to be truly forgiven, something has to die. That's what the Bible says. The wages of sin it's is death. death. So Jesus came and says, I'll die for Billy. Mm. I'll die for Chris. Satan said, no, you won't. Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trip you up. You won't even make it to that cross. Mm. And Jesus made it to the cross, willingly was crucified, meaning nobody nobody put Jesus on that cross. No. He laid his life down. That's right. It'd be, it's, it's somebody, you know, I explained it before like this. If a, if a little boy went to a candy store, steals a candy, the, the owner of the store catches him. But the, but the law of the land, where that candy store was, is the owner of the store can whip him. All right? Yeah. So the other kids run home. They're like to the dad, hey, your son just got caught by Mr. Jones, who's going to whip him because that's what the law says. He got caught stealing candy. Right. So the dad runs down to the store and says, sir, I know what the law says. The law says you can whip my son, and there's nothing I can do about it because he, he stole your candy. And he, while he's talking, he's unbuttoning his shirt. Uh, and he's taking his shirt off. And he gets on his knees and he's still talking, but he turns his back to the storeroom. And he says, the only thing I'm asking, sir, I know that you're right when you whip him. But would you whip me instead? Uh, instead of instead of my little boy here. Yeah. I'll take the whipping that he deserves because he deserves it. Mm. And it's the same with us. Jesus came from heaven to earth, born of a virgin, faced temptation, remained sinless. And then died for us because he basically said, I'll take the whipping mm. that they deserve. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Just whip my back. And what do we get for it? Mm. We get total forgiveness. Right. But not only do we get that, we get to experience God right. as a father. So I, I just want to say to anybody out there, me and Billy want to say, if there's anybody out there today that wants to know God, not as a God, but as a father. Yes. Would you just... Put up the white flag right now. Maybe you're struggling with some things. Maybe you've been to church all your life. 
Maybe you're religious, but you're like lacking something right now and you can't figure out what it is. It's probably not knowing God as a Father through Jesus Christ. And it's a simple saying this prayer. Just say this, dear Lord. Yes, dear Lord. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. Today, Lord. Today, Lord. I want to ask Jesus Christ. I want to ask Jesus Christ to forgive me. To forgive me. And to come into my heart. And to come into my heart. And to be my Lord. And to be my Lord. And my Savior. And my Savior. Please teach me. Please teach me. How to enjoy you. How to enjoy you. From this day forth. From this day forth. As a father. As a father. As a dad. As a dad. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's what it takes, Billy. Yeah. And you know, if you've just said that prayer, uh, I just want to encourage you uh, to get into a good Bible teaching, Bible believing church, you know, because fellowship will make you grow. You know, Chris, we all have, it's like two dogs in our body. You know, if you had two dogs, whichever one you're feeding is going to be the strongest dog, mm. you know. And when you ask the Lord to come into your life and you, if you just said that prayer, the Holy Spirit, it's just entered into your life. He's forgiven you. He's washed you clean. And now you got to grow in grace now. Now you want to grow. You want to you want to really get to know God. You can change. Things will turn around. Not from like, I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to, from the inside out. That's the difference with, with our, not, it's not a religion. That's the difference with a relationship. When God comes in, he changes you from the inside out. Right. The old things will pass away. All things will become new. Right. And they really will. That's what God's going to do. And uh, That's it. And, and, if, and I agree with Billy. That's true. And, and listen, we're here to help you. So you just go to GodTaughtMe.com. We'll give you a, a Bible, resources, books for free. If you just prayed that prayer, let us know. Info at GodTaughtMe.com. We'd love to help you start experiencing God as a father and enjoying him as a dad. So God bless you till next week. Billy, thank you for being on the radio. Chris, I love you, bro. Thank love you. you too. And uh, God bless all you out there listening. And uh, may the Lord just do a mighty work in all your lives. Amen. God bless you.